Welcome to the Crosstower Morning Market Color Call. It's Monday, October 25th. I'm Martin Gaspar, a research analyst at Crosstower. With me is also Catherine Webb, a data scientist, and I'll be filling in for trader Chad Steinglass today. So market movements, according to Chad, the um, macro markets appear, appear stable after the weekend with volatility hanging near lows of the year. It appears investors aren't particularly worried, even though we still have some landmines to navigate in the next several weeks. Specifically, investors are watching Congress to see if they can pass the reconciliation bill to cover infrastructure and domestic spending and potentially handle the debt ceiling at the same time. Chad is also looking for more clarity on the start of Fed tapering in the next two weeks. In crypto, though prices retreated from fresh all-time highs at the end of the week last week, there was still strong support with approximately 10% under the new highs in both Bitcoin and ETH. It appears as though hedge funds eagerly put on short trades against the ProShares ETF, but it's likely that those shorts are hedged and have a long spot or long grayscale BTC trade on the other side in an attempt to profit off of the inefficiencies in the futures-based structure of the ETF without taking directional risk in Bitcoin. Buyers came in last night and prices have already reclaimed the retreat from Friday. On the horizon, we're watching for 63,000 to hold into the close of October, which would be another vindication of Plan B's stock to flow model. We're also watching any developments regarding the Mt. Gox settlement, which could cause an overhang or dip as those Bitcoin are released to claimants if they choose to liquidate. Now, main news, um, you know, at the end of last week, there's a headline that Polygon awarded a 2 million bounty to a white hat hacker after they identified a vulnerability which could have put as much as 850 million of capital at risk. According to ImmuneFi, which hosts Polygon's bounty program, this is the highest bounty ever paid in the world of DeFi. The vulnerability was found in Polygon's plasma bridge and allowed an attacker to exit their burn transaction from the bridge up to 223 times. Polygon fixed the issue within 30 minutes after the white hat hacker submitted the vulnerability and the bug has since been promptly patched with no users funds lost. We also have news uh, you know, from the saga at Masari's mainnet, um, Terraform Lab CEO and founder Do Kwan is suing the SEC and the court filing showed that Kwan was served with two subpoenas at Masari's mainnet conference last month. The lawsuit challenges the two subpoenas saying that they were improperly issued and served by the SEC and the SEC's failure to keep confidential an investigation into the mirror protocol. The lawsuit notes that in a conversation on September 15, 2021, the SEC attorneys advised that they believe that some sort of enforcement action was warranted against Terraform Labs and any cooperation implementation of remedial actions as to the mirror protocol would result in a reduced financial sanction as part of any consent agreement. So interesting uh, news there. Also on the Twitter front, people are talking about potential crypto news from earnings this week. You know, they're pointing to Facebook releasing earnings today, Robinhood and Twitter due tomorrow, and MicroStrategy on Thursday. And with that, I'll pass it over to Catherine now for more market developments. 
Thank you, Martin. Net Savings Link, a blockchain and digital asset technology company, has announced that it signed a letter of intent to acquire a 51% stake in a leading cryptocurrency exchange. The exchange has been noted to have a 24-hour volume in excess of 600 million, but due to the confidentiality of the agreement, the company will not disclose the name of the exchange until it's completed, which is anticipated to be later this week. The Commodities Futures Exchange Commission is said to be investigating Polymarket, the decentralized prediction market, according to Bloomberg sources. The SEC is investigating whether Polymarket is letting customers inappropriately trade swaps or binary options and if it should be registered with the agency. Q2 Holdings has announced that Five Star Bank and Unified Financial Credit Union as the first financial institutions in the US to enable their banking clients and members to buy and sell and hold Bitcoin powered by New York Dig. Sino Global has launched uh, a fund called Liquidity, Li Liquid Value Fund One, which is a close-ended fund with a hard cap of 200 million. A substantial proportion of that has already been committed by partners, which include FTX, and the fund will invest in crypto projects, including DeFi, NFT infrastructure, and focus on Solana and the Ethereum ecosystems. Um, some mining news, um, the Kazakhstan Minister of Energy plans to limit the amount of electrical consumption of the na national crypto mining industry to a total of 100 megawatts in order to prevent power shortages in the country. Kazakhstan is now the second biggest contributor to the Bitcoin network and accounts for 80%, 18% of the global hash rate. All new plans and authorized plants will now be limited to using just one megawatt over the next two years. And um, some news from Granite Generations, which has announced it's entered into agreement regarding a potentially construction new data center in Texas. The company has also entered into an agreement to acquire a facility in South Carolina for 15 million. These new sites will likely host the 29,000 minings due to be delivered in Q2 by Q2 of 2020. And just ending on the news that CoinMarketCap has reportedly fallen victim to a hack that's leaked 3.1 million users' email addresses. Um, and they said that CoinMarketCap has released a statement that says CoinMarketCap has become aware that the batches of data have shown up on online purporting to be a list of user accounts. And while the data lists only contain email addresses, they have found a correlation with their subscriber base. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope you have a great day. Back to Martin. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks for our listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more of these market updates. Thank you. Thank you.